Good day. Welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and I'm here today with In Focus, Go Hard, or No Home. When will the Democrats stop bringing knives to a freaking gunfight? The music I'm listening to tonight, I'm starting with, uh, I believe, Portland, Oregon, the, the, the uh, beginning of this group. It's called Pleasure. It's from 1975. The song is Joyous. I hope today finds you well. If not well, at least, the very least, getting better. Um, okay. I've laid off of politics for a minute. Not because I thought everything was fixed when 46 went in. I just needed a break. I didn't stop following it. Okay, wait a minute. I did stop tuning in nightly every night because I was a little worn down. I took a, a, a big sigh of relief after the election. But I also realized the work is just beginning after the election. Come on, let's be real about it. A lot of shit got messed up when the sheriff of Nottingham Forest came to town and brought all of his sheriffs of Nottingham Forest friends with him to help all of the people of the land. We see how that worked. Now, nobody has time to brag about shit because nobody did anything. Except for those of us who voted. We voted for change. So we have 46. And to his credit, he's kind of put things on track a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong, guys. There is a shitload of work to do. And 46 wanted this job. Now he's got it. From what I see, he put in a lot of competent people. Don't have to like them all. But I wish for them all to be competent. And they seemingly are. Now let's see the work. The work is the work. And for those of us who are surprised the world hasn't turned around in 100 and almost 200 days, stop tripping. We are in a really messed up situation. And it's going to take time to get out of this. See, one of the things I have a problem with in the United States is the fact that we give four years to a president, but six years to a senator. Yeah, senator's terms are six years, president's terms are four. A president can only run twice in a row. Senators can be reelected five or six times. That's why we got all these old assholes in there who won't give up the shit because they feed so many people so consistently and they don't care about anybody else. This includes the people in their own states. So stop thinking this is a TV show and next week things change. No, it doesn't work like that. Things have to gradually change every day a little bit. And like I said, some things have been addressed. Um, the virus was addressed. Now, he didn't uh, make the virus go away. No. He just consistently put the infrastructure, which was already in the place, connected that with logistics, which we already have, and the people willing to do the work, and hence some things got done. Um, we're still in a confusing situation now. You know, do you wear your mask even though you're vaccinated, go into places, do you not wear it? Certain stores now have signs up that say, well, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask. But how do they know? It's almost like pot. 
Yeah, it's almost like pot in the United States. Um, it's a confusing place. Now the federal government wants to legalize pot. Great. You know why? Because they figured out a way to try to control the money. See, sadly, everything we do is about the money. Everything is about the money. And now I think they think that they know, first of they see the exorbitant amount of income this will generate. Secondly, they're trying to think of a way where all the people who used to clean up money now might be trying to, lack of a better term, clean up pot. They're trying to figure out a way to keep them out of getting their share. That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. So, while in maybe 18 states, recreational marijuana is legalized to smoke it, legalized to grow it, but you can't sell it. Do you really think everyone who likes to smoke pot is going to grow it? Doesn't work that way. And while you can... In the D.C., in Washington, D.C., I believe it's two ounces of marijuana you can have on your person. Virginia just uh, loosened up some laws for, for recreational use. Maryland has done the same, but you can't sell it. So you can smoke it, but you can't sell it. Makes an awful lot of sense, doesn't it? No, it really doesn't. And that's, that's what this virus thing is now. Can we go here? Can you go there? How bad is the uh, the strain, the new strain? How well am I protected even though I've been vaccinated? How well am I protected? Um, I got a little bit of work now. For my field is opening up close, a little bit slower because I deal with children in the day. So I got a little bit of work, but how well, how is that going to grow? How quick is that going to grow? And then you have a lot of situations where people are trying to... Um, in the stimulus in many states or at the very least confuse it. Virginia, where I live, is the worst state in the union as far as unemployment goes, as far as handling unemployment situation. Virginia does it worse than anybody and I can attest to that totally. But the thing is, people are saying, well, they're trying to stop um, the stimulus deal and most and some states have gone like Maryland has have gone to court to try to end stimulus payments but they lost in court but their uh, intention or their thought process is the economy will go better if they didn't have people had to go back to work well okay let's be realistic waiters who are making 235 an hour less than the minimum wage that have to rely on the kindness of strangers to put milk and food on the table is not a good situation for anybody. It never has been, speaking for, speaking as a person who has been a waiter for 10 years of my life maybe. So why would they want to go back to work when they can make as much money and again, I believe the government is not giving us money. I believe the government is giving us our money back. So why would they need to go back to work just so that somebody can come and get pissed off at them for bringing their soup late or not getting their drink order correct? Um, pay them. Give them a living wage. Okay? We can change a lot of things now. This is a average white band. The song is Cut the Cake. 
A lot of us didn't know what this was when we first heard it. We found out. They're the real deal. Yeah, so, with that being said and done, let's cut the cake. There's been a lot of things that have to be done, and this is what our government is supposed to do. People always want to holler that we don't want government to be involved. Really? Really? You just want to give them money and they can go do whatever they want. And, and some, a lot of these politicians believe that you don't want government to be involved, so they don't give a fuck about what you think. They don't. They don't care about the people who vote them in. All they care about is getting in. And that's got to change, too. That really has to change. Um, we've got an infrastructure. Here's the other thing about that I think it happens with America in the last 20, 30 years. We stopped making shit. We don't make anything. This infrastructure deal, I don't care how many trillions it is. We paid more for that for wars in other countries. But it will get so many people to actually do work. Working with their hands, working with their minds, not necessarily always through computers, but building things. The infrastructure deal will help a lot of Americans uplift their family a little bit. And as a country, we will start building things. And a lot of us won't be trepidatious about driving across a bridge because they're starting to fall down. I, for some reason, think I'm okay in the DMV because people have to get to Washington, so I'm thinking that our bridges are okay, but I don't know. But no bridge should crumble when all of this work can be done. Here's the other thing, too. Democrats. Okay, Republicans, Democrats, I always believe the truth flows somewhere down the middle. But this shit is getting ridiculous. Okay? Um, I'm getting the feeling... That while 46 is doing some good work, part of him still thinks this is the 1960s, where he can find people like him who are going to sit down and talk things through and civility will return. This shit is new. This shit is dangerous. And while he's progressive in a lot of other ways, he better stop thinking that he can change people's minds which will take money out of their pockets these same people that he's been working with for 20, 30 years, he don't know them now he doesn't know them like he thinks he knows them now so I'm okay with all of the morality we should have morality we should have a, um, a certain order to certain things but this situation now with our democracy This is a fucking street fight. It's a straight up street fight. And as a Democrat and our Democratic leaders, here's the thing too. They're as separated from, we're as separated from our leaders as Democrats as Republicans are separated from their leaders. They're they're selling, Republicans are selling their, their base a fucking lie. And for anybody that thinks we need to prove that, You're a fucking idiot. Okay. I heard a Democratic congresswoman the other day on TV said, the job has to be now. We need to, and I I wrote this down as soon as she said it. She said, we need to educate people against the reality of the big lie. We need to educate people against the big lie. Now, so she's telling me that 
maybe I'll conservatively say 20 to 25 million people believe the election was stolen because they've been told that. People in the South, people in the Midwest, they've been told by a con man from New York that the elections are stolen. So damn it, they believe it. And she thinks that we can just sit these people down and convince them and educate them on the big lie. And they'll go, oh, wow, I never saw it like that. That's the arrogance of the Republicans against the fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Naivety and ignorance of the Democrats. Firstly, the problem is Democrats still think they can educate people. They still think they act like they're smarter than everybody else. Okay? But in the street fight, when it's time to fight, they'll think somebody's going to hold their glasses. And Democrats think that everything is nice and calm. It's not the way the world is. And when I say Democrats, I mean those in power. Okay? Very, very basically, I will say this. I hate Mitch McConnell because I don't think he's done anything for anybody but himself and to keep himself in power and those who are in power that help him stay in power. I don't think he's done a whole lot for the people of Kentucky. I think Mitch McConnell is about Mitch McConnell. And when you serve in the Senate for 30 years, which is a ridiculous, ridiculously true statement to make, you shouldn't have a job for 30 years serving people when you haven't served people that well. I had a, a friend of mine who went to high school. We went back and forth one time about, um, and on the same token, and, and he was right about somebody like uh, Elijah Cummins. Great man, great congressman. But he was in Congress for about 20-something years, too. I'm not sure how much better his district got. That's just being fair to say. Um, but so, I, again, I go back to the why do senators have long-lasting, lifelong-lasting terms if they can continually reelected. Why? Why, does, why do we have so many senators who retire at the age of 70 or 75 or who can be reelected five or six times when a president can only be reelected twice? So you get presidents in there and maybe the Democrat goes one way and then after four years or eight years, the Republicans take us back the other way. Then four more years to eight years, the Democrats come back and we're still in the same spot. Meanwhile, these senators who get reelected consistently hold shit down for themselves. Period. This is the great Grover Washington Jr. The song is Mr. Magic. Um, as much as I hate Mitch McConnell, in a street fight between Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer, I'm taking Mitch. I'm taking Mitch. Mitch doesn't really care about the rules unless he can make them. Schumer wants to help people and give you a lesson at the same time. <sighs> this is driving me crazy, y'all. The first two years of 45's administration, there was a Republican House, a Republican Senate. They got absolutely nothing done because they never had a plan to do anything. They just talked about it. The first two years of 46's administration 
We have a Democratic House and a Democratic Senate. They need to get everything done. Everything they want done. And they got to stop thinking they can be fucking nice about it. See, for a lot of these, again, Biden served in the Senate for 20-something years, I believe 30 years. For a lot of these people that believe they can help somebody find their moral center again or help bring them back to the table, that shit is not happening. It's not. Our democracy is even more at stake than it was January the 6th. Since January the 6th, Democrats are... And you know what? I give a lot of these progressive Democrats a a heads up. I, I give them a nod. I'm with them. Because all that matters is that you get shit done in the time frame you have to do it. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter that, you know, Biden wants both sides of the aisle to come together. This ain't that this ain't that anymore, Joe. This is not that anymore. This is get everything you can get done now and if they want to jump in, fine. Joe Manchin is not the king of the fucking world. He's not. There's got to be ways that he needs to get his ass on board and get things done. This infrastructure thing should be happening already. I would be surprised. I wouldn't. No, I take that back. I would think. I wouldn't care because the bill will be passed. But I would think that once that four trillion in infrastructure starts to trickle down to your family dinner table because your dad or your son or your mom or your wife, somebody's got a better job that's stable. I would think people would have a different thought process about how to keep that going uh, child tax credit the child tax credit kicks in tomorrow that means if you have a child under uh, six years old it's three hundred dollars a month if you under a certain uh, if you're under a certain income, family income, I believe it's 75000 250000 something of that nature. If you have a child from 6 to 17 years old, that's $250 worth of extra income. And they're sending the checks out tomorrow. So all of these, uh, no, a lot of these people who have problems with Sleepy Joe and want to shout down everything the Democrats say will start getting a check to help their family based on laws that have been passed in the last six months. When people say child tax credit, I even wonder if how many people actually know what it means. We are so, so into faking knowledge now. We are so into not even taking the time to understand things that affect us directly now. We just want to bitch and moan. Um, Let's talk about voting rights. Okay, very simply. If you can't win the game fair, then you cheat to win the game. Okay? You try to rig the game. Does that sound familiar? Supposedly, according to 45, who's still in our conscious, and, and here's the other thing, too. A lot of people are following him 
are going on the hope that some of that swag from his base will come their way. Let me just say this again for the record. I believe 45 is not, is up. Okay, he knows what he's doing, but I don't believe he's of sound mind doing it. Okay? Or he just doesn't care because he doesn't have to. So, I'm not scared of 45 in 2024. I'm not. I'm worried about Ron DeSantos. Because you know what? He's got all the degrees. He plays stupid. But I'm worried about him. But then part of me also says, the minute, the very minute that anybody decides they want to be the man outside of the man, he's going to chew him up and spit him out. Then you got a street fight. But again, people like DeSantos, I'm not telling him anything he doesn't know. Some of these Republicans who think like 45, but have the mindset of somebody a lot more knowledgeable about being devious in the system, they can pull off some shit if allowed to. Since January, like I said, um, Biden's done some good things. But here's the other thing. 17 states, 17 states since January have instituted 28 different new voting regulations, which all, all 28 of these new laws help to restrict you, restrict us from voting. Plain and simple. There are even states that are trying to pass the right that regardless of the outcome of the ballots being counted, regardless of what that outcome is, they want to be able to say, we choose who wins. It's like apartheid in reverse. See, what's happening is as the, the majority becomes the minority, the only way they feel to hold on to power is to control the rules of power. We, irregardless of if it, the fact that it hurts Americans. See, so instead of coming up with a better plan, change the game. And the Democrats know it and we can stop it. They can stop it. But you got to get past this nice bullshit. Okay? Um, I'm, you know, it's, you have to play hard as if they're coming after your family. And Democrats have to stop telling us what's going on. Okay? Tell us after you changed it. Tell us after you stopped it. See, again, I thoroughly understand it's bullshit on both sides. Okay? One bullshit, the Republican side of the bullshit, is just when we are now, basically, everything is based on a lie, then that means all I got to tell you is a lie. And I can make them up as we go. And if you think you have to explain to someone at this point in time that, that what a lie is, you're wasting your time. For me, 
I look at it this way. If anybody who decides to believe in a lie, a big lie, a white lie, anybody who decides to base their life on a lie, I'm not asking them why they're doing it. It doesn't matter why. But the motives is not, whatever motivation it is, it's not good, it's not real, it's not, uh, it's a lie. Um, we stopped teaching civics in school years ago, but here's the deal, y'all, and, and a lot of us know this. We were very close to becoming an autocracy. Our democracy is very, very weak now. It is. And you know what? It's being tested. Let's put it that way. It's, it's being tested now, okay? It survived the test in November. Um, but when you have leaders who are elected to defend democracy, take an oath to defend democracy, yet vote against it at every turn, they want something else. Doesn't matter what that something else is, but it's not good for us. It's not good for democracy. So we got to get past these shouting debates, this, this back and forth. Because while we're going back and forth behind closed doors, they're changing laws. While we're standing up strong, telling everybody, see, we're doing the right thing. They're doing what they need to get done. While we're acting like, oh man, I'm not trying to denigrate anybody, but this is a life or death matter for a lot of our children. It's, it affects the way they'll live their lives. And I don't need anybody in leadership to tell me how things should be. Okay? I don't need any Democrat to sit up and tell me that Republicans are wrong. We're right. Who gives a fuck at this point? Everybody knows that. What are you going to do now that you have the power to do it? Yes, there are things being done. There are things being put in place. I'm happy with that. But it's about an attitude. It is about an attitude. You can't go into a gunfight with a knife. You can't do that. Nobody cares that you're the nicer guy. Nobody but you. All people care about is getting things better. Care about the fact that we can change careers at this point in time. Or our kids now can, if we start building things again. There's, there's a whole new opening for our society to grow. For, on income of all levels Who gives a shit about People going to On space flight That's their money They can do that The government That's our money That's our money And For us to consistently Elect these people Especially in the Senate That have been there And I believe I would say 60% of them Have been there for more than two terms That are doing nothing that the people want done, just what they need to do to stay there. 
and we're still electing them. I don't need Mitch strutting in my face. He still acts like he's the fucking Senate leader, majority leader. While Schumer is looking over top of his glasses explaining what he's trying to get done. No, no. Steve Schmidt said this yesterday, and I believe it. He says that he does not, as, as, as respectable as Schumer is, Chuck Schumer is not the man for the job at this time. He's not. And I don't care if we put somebody in there that doesn't have as much experience as he does. We need somebody in there who understands the time and the situation and how to make it work now. Because I will tell you this. If we don't do something about this voting rights situation and people are going to realize, okay, 80 million people voted for 46 and this is what we get, it ain't going to work. Who knows where we go then? And I'm not trying to go there. So listen, we need to make a, we need to make a stand, but we need to big up. We need to man up. We need to stand up. We need to go hard. Or there's no home for us, y'all. There is no more America as we know it. Talk to somebody. Let them talk to you. This is the Talk It Out podcast. Go hard or no home, y'all. And I like my home. Be blessed. Talk to you soon.